This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get reward points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hi, I'm Dean Hoyle. And you're listening to And He Takes That Chance. O'Brien picks it up. Off a miscontrol by Njaye, it falls to Bakuna who releases Diakabi down the right and suddenly town are building a chance. Here's Bakuna arriving, Bakuna smashes it into the back of the net. Return pass by Diakabi. Janine Bakuna's broken, he's stuck for the season. Shortly after coming out of the sub. Oh boy, did he take his chance. It's Stugdill, Huddersfield Town 1. And there is Huddersfield Town's most important goal of the season so far. They are minutes away from Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Richard Cosmala. We will follow the orders over land and sea and stoke. We will follow. Come on, join in at home. The orders on to victory. All together, Nat. We will follow the orders. Overland and sea and Stoke. Welcome to the uh, professional Andy Takes That Chance podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Episode number 42. Uh, them Terriers, eh? Uh, you have to go way, 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 way back to episode 25, Archery for Beginners, when they, when we had our last win, when all we could think about at that point was free visa-free holidays to, or visa-free holidays to Uzbekistan. Who can forget the Wolves fan and the Bellendor 2018-19 eventual winner, losing his biscuits in a moronic rage. Thankfully, last night has stopped some of the stats about town, because not winning uh, in X amount of days, they were starting to drain me a little bit, and away from home for another 500 days or whatever it was. Still to win on a Saturday, but I think we're confident that things are now starting to turn around and, and that'll happen sooner rather than later, so let's dive into the good stuff straight away and Stoke City. Last night, town victorious in possibly the the best worst game of football you will ever see. <laughs> Support in the second half was was phenomenal. I thought I thought the for the amount of fans that were there, you could just hear them all the way through, singing all the way through. Bring you know. Sort of I got some chants going last night. I was proud because <laughs> when you go solo on a starting a chant and you want had a drink, you, you can only go one way. But you need people around you, don't you? I'm a bit. I'm a bit yeah. croaky today. Oh yeah, you're um, singing. 
and happily so. Thoroughly enjoyed it. So you guys were soaking it up. How, how did you feel about the game? Cosy, we'll go with you first because you've been dying to click through that turnstile and enjoy a game for, <laughs> for however long. But how did you feel last night when? Oh, it's, I knew coming in like everyone else. I actually, we all knew. I mean, you were billing it, Il, Neil, as what? El Crapico, was it or something? El, El Nafico. Nafico, that's it, yeah. <laughs> Apologies for the uh, language. But, uh, but we all knew it was not going to be something special. But I have to say it did surpass the... Uh, Naffy, uh, naffical uh, sense. <laughs> let, let, it's, it's safe to say it won't, won't fit no, no. But If you're watching, watching, watching some no. uh, fast-flowing, attacking, exciting football, it was, Stoke was the polite, the, the polite phrase is attritional. I yeah, think. But yeah. It didn't matter, though, because even if I had 18 shots and it bad 10 times, it was all about the W, mate. All about so, mate, the all W. And there was so much to like about, you know, kind of late on. But what I love most about it, not that just we won, but... We went for it. Danny Cowley, I mean, his interview afterwards was fascinating. I, I was sitting Neil on the way in that. No offence to the King, David Wagner, or you know any of the managers before. Well, maybe offences to some of them, but... <laughs> yeah. Danny Cowley's interviews are this. Danny Cowley's interviews are class because he gives you insight. He gives you insight on why he does. Yep. You remember when Lee Clark used to get pushed by Oggy? He used to, like, react oh, badly and stuff. Yeah. Unbelievable. This... Because I, I thought exactly the same. I'm thinking, this is brilliant. We're going for it. We're proper going for it. Although in Ben's are... Uh, to be honest, you could feel it in the crowd. And much. <laughs> yeah. For anybody who are watching it at home on telly, you'll have heard from sort of 65 minutes onwards, that away end, for the mm. thousand people there, that away You're were bouncing. belting out yeah. some noise. And it were like, everyone were just willing them over at line. Yeah. Everyone realised how big that game was. That game was absolutely massive. Yeah. You know, that were as, as big as, oh, I don't compare it, but it, it just massive. Mm. It, were, it were a must win. Mm. And a, a must win after 10 games is is not where you want to be. The subs, were, the subs were racing because the one thing that did wear me a little bit, I did an interview with them. They're really pushing Danny Cowley. Must not lose, must not lose. And he wouldn't say it. So must win or must not lose. They were he desperate it. for him. He yeah, knew it. He knew it. And and but the way you know the substitutes were brilliant because yeah all right and Benzer, dear Carbid, Bakuna, risky stuff really because the tracking back these guys do not the greatest and but he gambled everything for three points and I love that that said a lot about his mindset and it was brilliant and you know what even if it had gone wrong and we'd have lost yeah it'd been an absolute sickness but I just like the fact that he tried to do that Neil when I think Town yeah. Manager Vold would have said right we'll, we'll start it at Hull and a point will do here and we won't go behind Stoke yeah. and in the league you, but you'll, he, you'll have to, to win it you'll have to bleep this but it's one of our favourite ones we absolutely shit out that last night I don't want to bleep that because it's true well leave it in <laughs> we did we we did we absolutely shit housed it because I think that's going to be in the dictionary we were, we're, it should be because we we <sighs> We were taking it. We were when we were two bookings for time wasting. Well, if we, we were, were taking like, a the, the Danny Simpson one were really amusing because he was looking for someone to throw yeah, to. And there were no time wasting. There were nobody there. That one time wasting. There were no one there. He got booked for time wasting. We were taking an age with everything. He did a bit, yeah. And the place were melting. You could. They were getting angrier and angrier. And then, yeah, the impetus was very much with time with the subs and. It was ballsy. He just he went for it, and he knew it were a must win. Like because he said, he avoided saying that in all build up, but that's as must win as it's going to get. He got two teams who couldn't buy a win, and whoever lost last night, in my opinion, were done. Put a fork in them. I mean, it started really bad for us because I, I was really worried mentally that miss for Kachunga. 
I, we, everyone's looking at each other. I mean, people texting me who weren't town fans. Why are they watching the game? I don't know. It's just, wow, wait till you see that. So I, obviously we were at the other end, but it did look bad. I mean, what a chance. It's so much space out wide. And obviously we were at the other end waiting for the net to bulge. And to be honest, it got nowhere near the net. You've seen a replay of it, Matt. We we stuck on the motorway for all hours, so we didn't see any of it. But was it as bad as, as it looked? Yeah, yeah, it was. It, it, it looked like it stuck under his unfavoured left foot, and it um, it's not one he'll, he'll go back on his highlights reel, but we'll put it that way. But, you know, we we got there in the end, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I just, at the time, I was just thinking, what's he going to do to us mentally? Because there was a golden chance to silence their kind of crowd early on, and it's just the it, way it, the way like it limped past the post. In all yeah, on it. it limped past the post. Yeah, four minutes there, yeah. But, yeah, uh, and then pretty much nothing happened. I mean... Teams couldn't even pass to each other. Both sides in the league were horrendous, weren't it? It was a diabolical game of yeah. football, let's be fair. But there were some big names on that pitch. Well, were, I mean, yeah. Tom Ince, we were sending the can away in absolute shocker. Sam Clucas has cost a lot of money before as yeah. well. He's, yeah. he's not a bad player. When um, when Ince got subbed, obviously they've got to go off at the nearest point now, haven't they? So you got, when That's the number came side, up, yeah. with very sarcastic cheers around three sides at ground, mm. and then he had to walk off. <laughs> On the far side, and then walk all the way around the edge. And, <laughs> and he, he, he was very much <laughs> head, head down, little yeah. clap, and there were quite you could see quite a few of the Stoke fans giving him the old uh, victory sign. <laughs> there, were, there wasn't much in the way of vitriol from then, guys. Neil, I think it, the apathy and the, the energy has just yeah. totally gone out of that well, stadium. Up, don't they? Yeah. yeah, and you know what? Don't. Though their crowd ground were known in the Premier League days as the ground for atmosphere, Noise, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah well, it was unbelievable. It was, it was dead, and it was, yeah, there was. I say half the crowd there from what was it the Premier League as well, which yeah. you can't blame people. What, what crowd? Yeah. I don't know. It, it didn't look more than it, 12, there, was, there were a lot. Of, yeah, there were a lot. Of about twelve thousand. They give out. They give out was twenty four, but it looked like there yeah, were a lot. Of I mean, I must admit, I was going down for a, a beer at half time just to watch. You know, kind of the attack happening. Joe Allen thundered onto that header. I thought that should have been in all the way. That right yeah. near that. Should have scored. So that's yeah. one sitter each, really, that we missed. So we've kind of leveled that yeah. up there, haven't yeah. we? So. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll say that we're equal on, on sitters there. Second half, it looked like to me Town were playing possum a little bit. A, little, <laughs> a letter missing L- on that, isn't there? For a, <laughs> that, that's, what, that's what we're going on last night. Who could be? Who could be the oh. best? <laughs> well, so, yeah, it looked, it looked a little bit rope dope You know, Town just soak up the pressure and then hit them with pace in the last 20 minutes. And one player who, who struggled for me for most of the game uh, was Lewis O'Brien. And then last half an hour, he was... Superb driving that midfield. He yeah. was he, he was they played a diamond so for mm. space. He was really struggling. He started space. goal. Um, he started that off. I thought he started everything from midfield from that point. Bakuna, who we've not seen much from this year, we saw a little bit last year that we liked, didn't we? A great ball. And then what I like about what I like and don't like about Janino Bakuna is he's like the world's angriest man on the football field. We'll, we'll talk about Millwall in a bit, but there was a, a flash point at the end of the Millwall game where it looked like he jumped in double-footed and nobody really saw it because it was only from... He was trying his angle. best to fall out with a couple last night down in front of us. They were pushing a couple in the chest and getting in the faces. And the, well, what he did what he is, on, on the goal, if you watch the goal at the start, he's, he's followed by, I think it's Atibo, I think, uh, from Stoke. I couldn't see on the grainy screen. But I think it's Peter Atibo who follows him. And Bakuna just turns around and whacks him in the chest <laughs> and then sprints off. And Atibo just gives up completely. Yeah. It, it Mentally... He's, he's done, done him. And, and uh, it's, the first touch is superb. The goals are class superb. Yeah. I love the noise from the crowd because it were like, we were so excited. Like, dear Carby got it. And it went, go on. You know, like as if, as if everyone thought, could this happen? 
And then he just, it was it a great goal, wasn't it? It just like burst onto it and absolutely mullered it. Yeah. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. And then we just lost our SHIT Biscuits. in that way. And yeah. But obviously, D- 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 to be fair, Dia Carver, when he came on, did him a few times once he realised that he could. He did himself and at and first he, and then he And did. he got yeah. into a box with a, a couple yeah. of shooting opportunities or a couple of late back opportunities and and then almost looked like he'd forgot he had ball with him. Classic Dia Carby. And then Carby's man on pitch. Text ball from yeah. O'Brien from O'Brien to Bakuna. Bakuna releases head, him. They yeah. both went. I mean they both him, him and Dia Carby and Bakuna really bust a gut to get in at a box and Dear Carby was literally inch yeah. perfect for Bakuna to run onto it, and what a finish! And it, it was. Dear Carby went behind with a goal. Bakuna celebrating, and Dear Carby's quite angry afterwards. He like bumps him, you know, with his chest, yeah. bumps him behind, and he's proper going. Well, like you see can that. see this frustration yeah. coming out. Yeah. That is, you know, it's, it's a good, what, in a positive way. Absolutely, there's yeah. some lovely pictures doing the rounds the last night. I mean, you've got a bunch of guys there that have been through hell and back. I mean, Danny Cowell touched on it in his interview afterwards, and. It was just beautiful to see all that joy. There were people running in. I think Johnny Og were running in and there was someone else running to join the celebrations. It meant so much. Tommy Elfie. Elfie, Elfie, Elfie came out as well. Oh, you should see him after the game. It was almost like a Tom Cowan still back in He's had day. a lot of sticks since he come, but it's no coincidence that since we've signed a proper right back that Elfie's looked better. Yeah, definitely. And that's well. But but again, Neil, you still could show nothing till then. There were, there were eight, seven minutes to hold out, but God, that last injury time well, went on forever. It was a bloody awful game. Well, they, were, they, were, they were nothing. They had no shots on Yeah, but they had corner target. after corner, no. like 89, 90 minutes. I thought, come on. And then there were a, there were a bit of a moment wasn't there, in their box where yeah. oof, you were just like, no. Yeah, it's just nice that even yeah. though, yeah, game were horrible. No, there's no, there's no amount of chat can gloss over the fact that that was a dreadful game of football and no cares either now we yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah zero given as it were but we yeah. tried to win it and but I, that we went, a lot we, we tried to win yeah brilliant and these two the cowl is the impact that they've had cannot be understated it can't oh. the so for Wednesday game yeah we're poor but they've been building mm. for three or four days that's all that's all that bit plays three or four mm. days you could see Progression at West Brom. We went and took on a good side and did all right for half a game. Scored a couple of good goals. And then progression again against Millwall. Could have, could have lost it, could have won it, should have had a penalty. Um, yeah, but we'll progression, got a point. And then last night. The little things that I noticed, Neil, for it, it. a couple of fans mocked me to scene. So I noticed Cowley's second half came out and the first thing they did was come towards their way and then they clapped. And I had someone shout, well, that's not going to do any good. I just totally looked on it totally different. These are two guys who want to do whatever it takes to get Uddersfield Town over the line. So if it gets a noise, if it get, you know it gets people like more positive than that as well, and it, and some players see that and think this guy's really up for it, then so be it. I love you know, it. There were people who knock stuff like that. You know, it's just like if you, if you're there last night and you're not cheerleaders. Look if, at the if, records if last few years. They've won promotions. You know where you know whatever they've been. They're not amateurs. These the guys. Records, they know what they're doing. They're not a win away. Yeah. They're not a win away. And so far, we've gone to West Brom and took them on, and just come unstuck against a better side at end of the day because we bottled it second half. But last night. With like I said earlier, we've completely shit housed and away win. And I tell you what, if they can get us with the five or six of them rest of this season mm. away from home, happy days. Don't what care a feeling it was. Neil, when that whistle went, what a feeling. It just, yeah. I looked and watched it like 10 o'clock, kicked off so late and they were messing about yeah. the time and stuff. But it was just the best thing ever when the yeah. referee just put his hands in the air. And 
I was expecting a bit of stick, to be fair, from my Leeds following friends. You know, you've won one game. Look at how excited, because I was bloody hell, I posting foot after foot. But so what? I was letting it all out, yeah. just like them lads were at the end. And another thing that I liked when as well. When Since February. No. The one thing that I liked as well, Neil, and again, I think the crowd were open. The German thing has gone. We don't want to do yeah. that wave anymore. That has gone. They all, to be fair, they all walked up and they all held each other's hands. And I thought, no, don't do it, lads. No. And they didn't. They went into a circle. And I think it was, you were saying it wasn't Danny Cowley. Yeah, it was actually Nicky Cowley Nicky. doing all talking yeah. in that in Udler end, which I, I like. Because it yeah. just shows that it is properly. I know that everyone's singing Danny Cowley's Barmy Army, but it's properly a pair of them. It's both of them. Yeah. It, fits, it only fits the song, I'm sure everyone yeah, knows yeah. it's <laughs> double up. Yeah, but he keeps saying trust the process, doesn't he? The process, that's what he keeps mentioning yeah. in that as well. So it's a lot big, you know, bigger thing. But I think a draw felt like a defeat last night, Neil, even though you know both teams were a, horrendous. Cause a, we're there a draw was no good to anybody last no, it night. Won't, it won't. And we left, I mean, God, some of the quotes, you'll listen to the actual interview with uh, their manager. Dead man I, yeah, I did as well. I like him. I think he's a, a yeah. decent guy. He was really honest what he said, wasn't he? Because yeah. he, he said, wasn't he? Because everyone was saying in the last season, but it's not his players, it's not his fault, it's not his players. Give me 10 games and then judge me. So he was just good at saying 10 games has gone here. He just said, he just yeah. said, I, it's, I, have, I have not been good enough. Won't blame players. You no, said I have not no. been good enough. Town were interested in him a few years ago. I think I can't remember yeah. between which manager, but he yeah. was a name on the radar at one point. The crowd was stoked though. Were just like there was just no interest. It was just strange. I were expecting to the vitriol and. I think he's jumped in at Stoke. Probably a similar scenario to us getting Jan, where it seems on a downward yeah, spiral yeah. and it's hard to dig out of that. And mm. you know, he look, needs look. to start from a blank canvas, doesn't he? Yeah, really? absolutely. Yeah. yeah. His interview were great at the end. I don't know if you were going to come at it then, Matt, but. When I mentioned Bell about Bakuna, obviously it gives us a little bit of insight into one or two things, you know, happening in his life that, you know, maybe focus mm. like, no, on football. We don't see stuff like that. No. He's lovely to get there. So he's not treating the public with a bit. Yeah, well, if his other yeah. half and his kid have moved back to Holland, mm. he's, he's going to be, because he's only, is he 22 mm. himself, 20, something like yeah, that? Yeah, he got to a stage with me, with David Wagner and, and Jan, to be honest with you. I'm not interested in listening to their post-match interviews because the, you did, you learnt nothing. Well, you come out with the same Jans stuff. Jans were utterly yeah. pointless from yeah, the start. Simon Grayson used to chat loads of rubbish as well, and Lee Clark and stuff. Finally, I think we've got a manager who gives you some genuine insight. You learn I stuff. I disagree with that. I thought Wagner was really good with that. When Oggy asked him questions, he would always explain really, really concisely as to why and why what he'd done. I Maybe in the early good. part, I didn't feel it. Like I think it may become, okay, became a bit repetitive towards yeah. the end because there wasn't much more he could say other than yeah. we're, we're yeah. rubbish. <laughs> but, but yeah, but the. But the it does annoy me though when people are kind of oh he's clapping he's done this and that look what his record is yeah right he's not managing this level before but no. God cut the man some slack his CV all well. top man I, I fully he knows agree what he's doing. There's, there's people on Twitter today saying you know that the club's reaction's over top and were these our own fans, fans a lot of fans are over top reactions to one win but were these our own fans Neil or others other teams? I was right okay but was one one game we haven't won a game since February. No, again, won one game. Lose. If you can't get a bit giddy about it, what's the point? That's what we've got at football. It's how for you build it? a bandwagon. It's how you yeah. build momentum, though, isn't yeah. it? By, yeah. by we celebrating. All know what, yeah, we all know. If you play it down, then you, yeah. and you don't celebrate the good times. Then God, you don't get what's on that. Point? You might as well watch yeah. Coronation Street on a Tuesday. We haven't had enough buzzes out of football for the last eighteen no. months. So let's enjoy it. Honestly, I mean, I must admit, I thought it would amusing just seeing the massive celebrations. But like you say, where where we've been, we've been hell on back. Well, it don't it don't paper over. It's not. That last night, and Danny Cowan said it when he first came in, one win doesn't cure everything, but it starts. We've now got, let, let's look on the positive side of it, we've got four points out of the last two games. And when we were playing 
when we're getting beat away at Luton and whatever else, could you say he's getting four points rest of the season? Never mind in two <laughs> games. It's four points in a week, so that's for you don't get many two games in many weeks in no. the Premier League. But that's the first time we've got four points in a week since Easter. And I tell you what, so. if games is bad on Saturday against all, and we win one nil again, I'll take that all day long. Speaking of buzzing, let's have a look at some of the responses on social media to that tweet that you put out yesterday, Neil, uh, about um, that you weren't sure what to do with the podcast. We had a few interesting ones. It's, it's good to get the heat at the moment kind of yeah. response. Um, Andy Kay, who sponsored us via KLD a couple of weeks ago, he said, don't let Cozzy sing, I'll pay you money again. I'm sorry, Andy, it's too late. I think we've earned, earned a sing song today. Uh, Philip Lawton says, I told you this morning, Neil, that you'll remember the 1st of October 2009, brilliant, 2019, brilliant day for you. Yeah, belting day. Sue Arthur says, first game we win in months, first game I miss in months. Um, so I've, I've offered to... Uh, You're now bad, so... Yeah, we've, we've offered to get us something, you know, maybe afternoon tea somewhere else for this Saturday, so <laughs> there we go. Uh, Richard Ainsworth says, so long since the win, I've forgotten how to celebrate. <coughs> the Huddersfield Town family-friendly uh, group says, two games unbeaten, four points from six, maybe a tiny glimmer of positivity. positivity. Only a glimmer, mind, let's not go overboard. And Simon Rout says I'd uh, he had to double check to make sure it was all real first. Um, and then I saw a comment from a Stoke fan, and I, I, I am this this amused me. And the Stoke fan said, "Huddersfield are a weeping, septic, festering baboon's ass of a team, and we've just been beaten by them at home without registering a shot on target." Words fail me, and that that amused me. You're welcome. Me. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> and I enjoyed that. Jaden Brown and Jonathan Hogg combined down the left-hand side, and though the combinations come loose, Tanner found it again, and here's Colin Grant to Colin Campbell, and Campbell scored for Huddersfield Town, his first ever goal for his hometown club, Colin Grant the supplier, but a great calm side for his pitch, finished by Fraser Campbell, has given Town a 1-0 lead against Millwall. Uh, Millwall, so a point on the board. So we'll go back to Millwall, a point on the board. So it was only our second point of the season. So in the context of the week, it's quite precious, really. Only, uh, like I say, only the second. So first goal for Fraser Campbell. Town looking a, a bit more organised defensively, I thought. Uh, first half for me wasn't very good. It wasn't great. It was okay. It wasn't great. Uh, but a better response second half, uh, perhaps denied by some strange refereeing performances. Uh, Town had two penalty shouts turned down. Uh, one was on Carlan Grant and the other was on Adama Diakabi. Uh, what do you guys, Neil, what do you reckon to the two shouts um, that we had? Because I thought Jeremy Simpson's, It's this is this is where Bobby Badley, if he's listening, will say, you guys are, Matt, you're a psychopath. Because yeah. Jeremy Simpson's a name I remember from the last time we are in the championship and I remember him negatively. But not for incident, you know, like Michael Oliver last year, there was an incident, a flashpoint. Yeah. It's not for that. It was just for 90 minutes of anarchy and consistently bad decisions both ways. Not just against us is what how I remember Jeremy Simpson, and again everyone sees him. He didn't let me down, though, but to not get one of them were come on. The Grant one was strange because from where I was sat, Riverside, it, it looked like he cut in, and it looked like the guy came across and got the ball. Got, yeah, and then on the TV, you watch it on TV, and it got looks him. the same. But there's a reverse replay from behind the goal that you can't that you can't tell on the angles, and Grant actually plays the ball just before he brings his foot across, and he brings his foot across, and Grant goes over. For me, it's a penalty. Uh, we're unlucky, but I don't blame the referee for not giving that with the angle that he's had. I, but, uh, but the one on Dia Carby. It's a pen. I watched right, it. Uh, I watched it in Penitom, uh, and on, firstly, a big up to I follow. I don't know if Cosy in Spain never. Yeah, and you get used to that. But <laughs> what I'd, what I'd say is the uh, sort of just going on that I that I follow is absolutely brilliant. I, I was 
five euros. Do you get Oggy's commentary? Oggy's commentary. And you get oh. replays and everything. It's absolute quality. The zoom-ins and everything. I, I just thought we were going to get a similar probably stream to you had last night with cutaways, no replays, no, the, anything. The, red, Honestly, button, the red button on Sky, you don't get that. But the best thing is, yeah. I went for a pee when uh, Dear Carby penalty shout were there. <laughs> but I didn't think the grandma won a penalty. Although I'd had a few uh, San Miguel's, but I didn't think it was one. I just thought a bit too easy, really, and that as well. But uh, I, must, I don't want to bring it down because we proper bigged it up like last night and stuff. But I didn't think we were all that on Saturday. I was getting a bit of stick on social media. But I think I think it's different when you watch it on a screen rather than you're at a game. And, you know, I yeah. were looking for us to step it up second half and just didn't feel that. I thought we did. Bad. I, I, I put think? a tweet out that was, was popular and wasn't popular with some. But I, I thought on Saturday we looked like we, we really lacked a playmaker. You know, that sort of yeah. Aaron Moy type player. We had Trevor and uh, Jonathan Hogg who, who do a different job. You know, they do mm. parts of their job really well. But nobody who could put the foot on the ball. We had Lewis O'Brien at 10 as well. He, he dropped yeah. a slight bit deeper against Stoke. And he, he played quite well for the first sort of 50, 60 minutes. And then the last half hour with with Kachunga and Grant, you don't you get hard running, you get them into good goal scoring areas, but you don't get somebody with that magic on the ball. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And, and we just looked like we just needed someone with, a, someone who could hit a, you know, a first time 30 yard reverse pass or something, you know, into space for somebody to run onto or, or someone to whip a free kick in. You know, it's just, just mm. that magic. And it, we just, we just, I thought we just lacked that second half. I thought the hustle and bustle and the effort was there. It was good, but we just, just lacked that. And I came away from Millwall feeling a bit disappointed because I felt that that was more winnable than Stoke. Yeah. Whereas I now look back at me and the reason why we've gone Stoke first and Millwall is because I can now look at Millwall differently and think that that's actually not too bad a yeah, point now. I think when you um, put them together, I think the one thing that you always get from a Millwall side, it doesn't seem to matter who the manager is, they're always, the one thing I was scared of, big aerial threat and set pieces. And obviously the goal, just a great example there of, uh, you know, them using the strength and size. And it would just, again, I think you'd rather see with, with our goals just someone bashing it in from like 30 yards, you know, an absolute crackerjack. You'd like, you're all your hands up, but the ironic thing to that, Grabara's yeah. mistake, the ironic thing is there was a shot from 30 yards and he makes a brilliant save to actually turn it over the bar and then the corner <laughs> the comes yeah, on and drops yeah. it. Whereas if he hit the ball, yeah. you know, if, it, if the first shot had gone in, no one would say a word, but it's just, mm. it's just the unfortunate the life of a goalkeeper. Yeah. yeah, so it's... I, th- I thought he, he was good last night as well. Like, he was, used to be a goalkeeper. No, I played been right been back for a long time. <laughs> Great signing, mate. Great um, signing. I we do, do like, always keep I do like Camille Grabara. Yeah. yeah, I do like Camille Grabara. And I think he's good. He's got quite a, he's got a good arrogance about him as well. Do you know where he, he thinks he's, he thinks he's a superstar. He, he got booked <laughs> last night on delaying this goal kick and then took equally as long to still take it after he'd been Yeah, yeah that's the arrogance, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? That's yeah. the brilliant, because the referee's doesn't, he's not going to send him off. twice for that, is it? no. Uh, but, he, he might threaten him, but yeah. he was. Um, I, I like him, and I, I, I'll forgive him that mistake because he made he made one great save just before that. Which Danny, we'll talk about Danny Simpson and standout performances as well. But after twenty minutes, Danny Simpson just looked absolutely goosed. You know, after twenty minutes, he, he did so well to play one hundred and sixty more minutes. You know, yeah. Saturday and Tuesday so well after not playing for pretty much a year properly, and Jed Jed Wallace, who's not really pacey left him for dead cut inside and whipped it towards the corner and the referee it went wide and the referee gave a goal kick but this is what I'm on about with Jeremy Simpson but Grabara made a brilliant save a touch onto the post it was out, It was genuinely outstanding it was going right in the bottom corner and it probably because it's not given as a corner mm. you kind of think he doesn't now get the, the credit for the save that maybe he would have deserved yeah. and there 
it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver-assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Cosy, what, what's your favourite away day? Matt, it's got to be the city ground at Nottingham. Just old school stadium, you're right near the pitch, great atmosphere. But there's nothing like playing at home. Same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You win... Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. For it, it's, it was an outstanding save and, you know, it was a shot on target from Millwall. It was really good. Yeah, they, they were good replays and uh, they were going nuts, weren't they? Because it was an obvious, uh, you know, corner. Again, our goal were good. And again, we this we've seen one or two signs of a little bit of, you know, creativity. I still sometimes do think we take the extra pass where that, you know, maybe a shot would be... Uh, you know, it should be taken. But again, it was a beautiful ball and you know what Grant's going to do when he's, uh, by and large, he gets in that situation, he'll put it in and... Usually Grant, yeah. I, I, when Grant had that there, mm. I have to give praise to Grant because when he got that in that position, I thought he was going to shoot, you know, from a daft angle. He usually would, but he lifted his head, he looked up and he played a great little ball inside for Fraser Campbell. I thought that was really yeah. great play from... And especially going back, it's almost ironic because it came from him giving the ball away initially and Jaden Brown pressing really highly and getting in on on the on the wide play and Jaden Brown's Grant's, contribution was excellent. Grant's there as well. putting in some really really unselfish work at the minute in a in a, a position he didn't want to play in, and in three games I mean, last night they, they were all it wasn't a great game but the two previous games from playing out wide there is an assist and a goal which I would argue I'm, it can Fraser like, Campbell a bit like Kachunga isn't he yeah. in many ways I'm well, Fraser Campbell who ran his socks off for an hour last night getting absolutely nothing yeah. no service whatsoever. But never stop working no. and, and celebrating it like yeah. he played every minute. I like, minute. I like yeah, I and like Fraser Campbell yeah, a lot. I've yeah. got all my hands up a little bit. I put a tweet out on Saturday night. It's captain I, material yeah. for me. I, he's a very clever footballer. Campbell. He's a very clever footballer, is Fraser Campbell. And I think sometimes you look at him and you think, yeah, he's kind of stat, statue, but he, he makes runs, he, he peels no, off good. defenders and stuff. I think if we can use him right, then, you know, we can... Ca- you know, cash yeah. in for us and that. It'd be a good asset for us in. Yeah, I like him a lot. The only, the only the only thing that you don't want to do is whack long balls at his head, you know, against no. big defenders, which we did a little bit at Stoke. But he does he does such a great yeah. unselfish job, does Cam. They all do with the front three. Kachunga as well, he does he does a lot of unsung work. It's, it's kind of like you can just tell he's good around the players, around training ground, around dressing room. Around horses as well, if you've watched his interview with Adam Tomlinson, it's uh, quite amusing. You haven't seen it, have you, Neil? I can no. tell by your face, but there's a... Uh, at home with Fraser Campbell where they take him to bits of Huddersfield on That's YouTube right. and uh, they take him to I think it's Lower Houses and a, a horse comes up behind him and scares him it's quite, it's quite good it's quite amusing you've got to give big credit for Danny Simpson because and again he was touched on it last night with Danny Cowley he's, he's not much fit whatsoever but he I mean he gave they said last his night you know, he says so Ali Ellie got through 90 minutes he just like Danny give Cowley you mentioned minutes. that yeah. about his positioning there's, there's a bit he, yeah. he, he, he stopped running against Stoke yeah. and he's, he's just his positioning is so good he, he was just there he didn't need to his positioning yeah. against Stoke he was there wherever he needed to. and there was one bit of play where uh, it, the ball went forward I think it was Tyrese Campbell flicked it round a corner Elphick and Schindler sort of were 
were pushed up and Danny Simpson had just covered round. And not to use this to bash Flo in any way, because it's not he's not natural at the defensive side, but Danny Simpson just he just sweeped round. He, he saw it before it happened and just sweeped round into a position where nobody would even notice. Proper footballer. And I just thought it was mm. it was great. And he just w- pretty much walked and coasted yeah. into this position. It's, it's hell of a signing. <clears throat> I mean, to, yeah. to get... I know that we've had a lot of stick for Transwinder. Yeah, it, it wasn't great. But since that, we've brought in Campbell mm. and Simpson that are two brilliant signings mm. for where we are at this level as well. Let's let's talk about Danny Simpson a little bit. I'm going to talk about standout performance from the two games as well in a second, but Danny Simpson in particular. So some people have kind of aren't keen on the Danny Simpson signing because of there's two flashpoints in his career. Not interested. I've got to be honest. It's there's, there's like, I know you're not, but... 2013, there's the incident in Manchester where he ends up knocked out and it's caught on video. It doesn't look great. Newcastle then, I think, bombed him to Leicester. And then there's the incident Should get some Derby players in there, but they're better <laughs> role models. 2014, does that, does that bother you? Does it bother you too? I'll kneel, you've said no. No. Been there, it's, it's, everyone's got a past. People have got pasts. And if you, if you crucify everybody for the past, nobody would move on any walk of life. Simple as. I just thought Simpson last night, the only one thing I would say kind of moving forward is he, there were a couple of times, I think, I don't know if it's fitness or what, but he's definitely a defensive right back more than a, an archer deny. But there were a couple of times last night where I thought he could have brought it forward a little bit, you know, kind of get, get down the flank and be quick to release it early. And then we were kind of struggling again, but that'll probably come with fitness. I was going to say, he's, well. probably got, he's probably got the most severe case of doms you'll, ever, you'll come across delayed well, on gonna, you know, so To put in the two performances he has on the back of, you know, did he play 10 games all, all last season? Six, I think. So, Maybe you know, to, to hardly play for so long and then to put those two performances in. And let's let's make it clear, he's, he's played two games and we haven't lost. We've got four points. Mm-hmm. And we've looked better at the back. And we've looked <laughs> loads and better. One, and one player who's looked much better is Tommy Elphick, who's had massive, two good games. He's got a proper right back alongside him. It, it, it's not a coincidence. What do you make of Jaden Brown's uh, efforts? I think he's great. I've he's got him a, as a, a standout performer. He really gets stuck in, doesn't he? Because like when great. he gets beat, he's back for more, isn't he? Trying to like win the ball. But yeah, I like he's, that. he's feisty. He's, uh, he's energetic. I, I like really he's enjoying like himself. He's isn't thoroughly it? enjoying himself. Yeah. And, and that comes across in spades. And if you've got a straight choice of him or Congolo left back, I'd absolute no brainer for me. I'd Brown every Brown time. He's, uh, I, I like him. There's, there's, there's mm. obviously a few little little bits. He, he's, he gets beat in the air, but he's, he's what, five foot seven, eight. And I think he'll get stronger as he gets older, but I'd, I'd keep him in. I think he's doing really well. He might, we might need another left back at some point, maybe January, just to freshen it up, keep competition. Because he can't. I don't think you could rely on him to play forty games, and it'd probably be unfair at this stage of his development. But God, we're going I'm, to I'm really pleased. Line, really but, pleased with him. But Schindler, Schindler last night had a fifteen minutes where I were like, "What's going on?" I thought it was great first hour. And You're incredible, wasn't it? Have, Later you, on, I don't know what was happening. If you have a look at our back line as well now, Danny Simpson's won promotion from the championship three times. Schindler's won it once. Elphick's won it twice, and we've got. We've all of a sudden got quite an experience. Up. Is that what you're four. trying to say? I'm we're not, up. I'm not yeah. saying that. We're up. No. <laughs> but all of a sudden oh. you look at the back four and there's there's experience and there's um there's a lot of games there and mm. and you can see why it's playing it's better Brown, as a unit. In that environment. Yeah, and, yeah definitely. That's great for Brown yeah. and he can just bomb on and do what mm. he does because he's got great cover there with the others. It's, uh, it's a good, it's just quite a solid back four and you can... Throw a Congolo in, in and where I you think, want. I think, like you say, that not. gets forgotten in the, you know, the, the excitement of the win. It, a clean sheet. It's, uh, it's immense. That's as rare as a win and we got them both, didn't it's we? Immense. Bingo. And yes, Stoke, Stoke are bloody awful. But so have we been. So to get that clean sheet there, it's sort of a, it's like a double win almost, mm. isn't it? So Schindler, 
Shindley you mentioned, I thought Shindler was, was good in patches against Millwall and, and Stoke. I thought he did well at West Brom in, in patches as well. I think he's getting back slowly. Uh, someone who, who perhaps this is more controversial to some fans, but I, from uh, Saturday and Tuesday, I like yesterday, I think Jonathan Hogg is starting to slowly get back a little bit more. He's snapping in to the right areas a little bit more now than what he perhaps was. He's the big debate at the moment in, amongst the fan base, the one we get the most tweets about. The he's been, he's been poor for nine months yeah. since Wagner left, but I've just seen little flashes now of him coming back into a little bit more form. And we'll hold back on it a little bit because there's still quite a lot of people say they're dropping for Pritchard, etc. But I just think Jonathan Hogg's just starting slowly. He's, he's arguing less. He's still doing it, but he's arguing less, which is good. And he's just taking a bit more responsibility as well. And he's, He's, he's winning more of the ball, his passing is getting slightly better, statistically his passing is better. And I think Jonathan Hogg is, is raising his game and I think you've got to credit Danny Cowell, well both Cowleys with that as well. They seem to have, they seem to be getting a little, they seem to be lifting people and I think it's that malaise we were talking about for, for weeks and I think the Cowleys are just getting a little bit more out of Schindler and Hogg and hopefully more. And another one as well, Neil, uh, Damadi Akabi uh, has had two promising cameos as well. And they're just, the the, the the management team just seems to be slowly but surely eking a little bit more out week on week. They're just clearly very good, aren't they? It's, it's, it is that simple. The managers are very, very good. And I think they nailed it last night with substitution. of if you To get Bakuna on from that performance last night, you could have only took Chalabar off out of the midfield three because he had a had a pretty turgid affair last night for Chalabar. It wanted, just want, want his day. It wasn't a good night for him. Um so yeah, they got the sub right there. I thought Lewis O'Brien were. I, th- I agree. He's another, I, I agree. He's another good performer. Yeah, yeah isn't he? steady away. But then last half hour, brilliant. The, yeah. the will to win and the desire. He, re- he really. He, he sort of grew up last night. Did Lewis O'Brien that little world of good? What's interesting about Lewis O'Brien is that after Millwall, they said and West Brom, they said he's starting to fade after sixty, yeah. and then he's kind of taken that and the last thirty really pushed on yeah. after Stoke and that he's played. Played Saturday as well, so, and I, th- I was really pleased that with that last half hour yeah. from O'Brien because he's a player I like a lot. And on, uh, on, on Di Carbe, he looks he's an impact player. I don't think he's a player who does start a game and get into a game. I think he needs to. If come it's and, stretched, he's yeah. dangerous. Yeah. And and last night, I mean, they they, they went and scouted Stoke. They did, you know, they, they totally talked us through it. You know that Stoke do sort of tire and start looking a bit sort of lazy last half hour. Mm. And that's why he brought those three on, to play right in the faces and use some pace to get behind. And let's be fair, it worked a treat, didn't it? So just to finish that, if you had to pick a star performer from the two games, who would you pick? There's there's a lot of candidates, but if you had to pick one. I couldn't pick one. I'd have to pick separate ones for both games. Combine them. I'm cheating. Combine them. Who would you say? L- last night for me, um, he's had a lot of sticks so far this season, but I thought Elphick were excellent last night. Mm-hmm. Um, and from Saturday, I really, I know he got a goal, but I really like Campbell's performance. He's a proper, yeah. uh, it, 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 he's playing like a leader, and we haven't had many of them. I think we need no. that. I'm going to throw in Jaden Brown for yeah. two. He lost his lost his place, uh, got it back because of Congolo's injury, and I think he's been excellent yeah, in, yeah. in two games. He's my over two games. Cosy, I know we've taken three players there, so trying to get you to come up with someone slightly different. <laughs> I could do cabin for me, but of a yeah. game changer. But, uh, no, that's fair. Had you just seen little baby steps in it, but some signs that finally... Oh, we don't want to get carried away, do we? 
No, obviously. But it's, no. But, it's, but it's nice to be a bit excited, isn't it, after God. a win? And Isn't that what football's about, Absolutely. though? I mean, God, it's about, yeah. people so, like, a player that game, fast yeah, is always going to be exciting to a degree as well. Yeah. Um, so we'll, we'll move on to uh, to the next topic from that. Ball in. And the ball gets up there, Phil Starbuck. Julian Winter's going to be leaving his role as CEO in the first quarter next year. So as a supporter, it's hard to know what impact he's had at the club. What do you want from your CEO, Cosy? You know, do you want someone who's charismatic and vocal or just someone quietly to go about his job? Because we haven't really heard much from, from Julian Winter in the sort of three years he's been here. I just want somebody who uh, looks like he's adding a bit of value to Huddersfield Town, obviously. I suppose Julian Winter will always be... Uh, mentioned in the same breath as the academy disappearing and obviously you hear, I know people who were involved and the way that was handled and etc etc but yeah I like people to you know kind of let us know what's going on a little bit and uh, yeah I, I think the thing is he is Julian Winton is how he is isn't he and that as well he can't change a person's character but me as a person I, I find it a struggle to kind of you know, warm to people like him, and uh, yeah, it's uh, there won't be many too many tears shed, I don't think. But let's hope we can, uh, you know, kind of move on from it. Neil, yeah, anything on Julian or anything that you'd like to see coming in next? Or don't really know what he did. Can't really comment. To be fair, he's gone. Oh, he's going. This was it. Right, next section. Infield, he's got Moy. Moy can still hit one anyway. Deflection, Haverloff, 2-1 on the field town. Michael Haverloff, the cult hero, takes advantage of a deflection. Brain the moment on a field town because a German has won the West Yorkshire derby. Uh, Neil, AMC HSK, can you give us an update of what's happening in, uh, in those wonderful worlds? HSK... HSK is just ticking along, um, spending money wisely at the minute. Really, really happy that the backing we're getting from the public and from the foundation. Um, we had a great donation of probably over a grand's worth of food from approved foods last week. Andy Needham done us a, a great turn there, which is phenomenal. Um, Andy's Man Club keeps growing, 700 through the doors last week. Uh, Thornhill Dental doing a sponsored midnight walk this weekend, Friday night, um, with half the funds going to us and half the funds going to the Mind Charity in Leeds. So, yeah, just some, we're just getting some great support. It's, it's just nice to say that people do actually like all these all these things and support them and get behind them. Just remind us where, where AMC, where people can go if, if they need to uh, or if they want to pop along. All the, there's 20 group, 22 groups nationwide. Um, have a look on... Info andismanclub.co.uk. They're all on there. Local ones to us, Uddersfield, Leeds, Bradford, Halifax, Sheffield, Ebden Bridge, Wakefield, Jewsbury, and lots more nationwide. So, yeah, really good. Now, Darren Bullock. It's the last penalty. And if he scores from this, they are through to the final. And Huddersfield are there. Darren Bullock is the hero. Goes Robbins. Coming from the free kick. Taken short to Brown. And Robbins 
making a dart across the face of the defenders, a perfect header. Brown gets a flick, Fletcher! The most famous goal of Chris Billy's life. Right, Cosy, we'll come on to you now. So this is this is your little section, if you like, and those were the days. Uh, we, we're looking again. We're looking back at uh, forty years ago when Huddersfield had that magical season of hundred goals, uh, promotion from the bottom tier. This game in nineteen seventy nine, or this particular game week in nineteen seventy nine, Stockport County away. A 2-1 win with goals from Mickey Laverick and Peter Hart. Uh, 5,369 town actually went top of the league for the first time that day. Tell us tell us a bit about Mick Laverick. I will do. First thing, a plea. Someone buy the gas club. I just cannot cope with that disappearing. The gas club needs to stay. Please, someone out there, buy the gas club. Thank you. So, Mickey Laverick. It is. Uh, it was in town, nineteen seventy nine to nineteen eighty two. Came back on loan in nineteen eighty three. Uh, played for Mansfield, Southend, Huddersfield, York, Huddersfield again, and Boston, where he finished for fourteen years. Big spell there. Uh, Mickey Buxton bought Mickey Laverick to the club in nineteen seventy nine. Was previously working with him at Southend. He played his part in the nineteen seventy nine eighty promotion season, and he remained at the club until nineteen eighty two. He joined York City, but then returned in nineteen eighty three for a short loan period. Laverick later played for Boston United and has worked as a prison officer at HMP Ramby for many years. And there's even a picture of HMP Ramby. Look at that for a prison, Neil. Unbelievable. So, yeah, Mickey Laverick. I think he was a bit of an admin, wasn't he, from all accounts on the pitch, from what I can tell. No idea, but he scored that goal at Stockport, which is great. So we'll go to the uh, the ninety four ninety five season, the Warnock promotion season as well. This is a huge game, and Neil, you'll you'll have loved this game as well. So twenty fourth of September, nineteen ninety four. Can we guess it? Bradford away, that isn't it? Bradford away. We got burgled after that game or during it. Yeah, <laughs> four three. Two goals from Andy Booth, one from Ronnie Jepson, and one from Paul Reed. There's a left back that played that season that came in on loan. Can you remember his name oh when Tom Cowan got suspended? John twice. Whitney. No. Oof, good effort, though. It's good. He was there around that time. It's but not right. Neil Warnock brought someone in. Can you remember, Neil? Oh, Matt Wells? Nope. I'm out of it. I can't remember. Paul Williams is the one. So, oh. Cosy, well, you're looking at Paul Williams. Neil, Neil, you're from you're from the Bradford district. Um, <laughs> well, we're, we're both from the Bradford district, technically, but how, how was that 4-3? What were your memories of that 4-3 and Boothie's uh, late heroics? Just beating them. It's just a, living over there all yeah. my life. Go to school there, just beating Bratford anytime, any place. If I'm sorry to chip in, but I, I remember building up the game. There were a big rivalry, weren't there? Yeah. I remember the Pulse used to cover it and it's, yeah. things were getting a bit out of hand. I remember Jeffrey on the phone ins. Yeah. Jeffrey Richmond, there were always a rent a quote from old Jeffrey. And I remember going at ground. Well, thinking, him, and, him yeah. and Teddy Fisher fell out, yeah. weren't they? I remember walking Famous. into Bradford, coming through thinking, a bit tasty and that as well and I think it kicked off a bit in the town centre this was a proper serious uh, I really enjoyed this because we were both up there this is what, what football's about for me and that as well But it was yeah. proper um, I think that's when did Kamara play for them that day yeah they did because he yeah, scored and swung on crossbar didn't yeah, he I remember Joel it. Swung yeah. On it didn't he yeah, yeah. 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 there were a 3-2 wasn't it at that point but then we went back down the other end yeah 
Paul Williams, Leicester, Stockport, Coventry, West Brom, Huddersfield, Plymouth, Gillingham, Bury, Bury, Liar, my. Uh, he was playing for Coventry when Warnock brought him to the club on loan during the 94-95 season. He had two spells on loan at the club before returning to Highfield Road at the end of the season. He took him to Plymouth, spent three years there playing 130 games. He had a short spell at Gillingham before spending four years at Bury. Williams had a short spell at Lee Adamai before hanging up his boots. He's been working as a coach at a number of non-league clubs, including Glossop North End. He's now living and working in Blackburn. So we'll see him in a couple of Saturdays, Paul. Get yourself there. Dinner time kickoff. Because we're going to do you. So the information comes from the Where Are They Now book, which you can get from the uh, Huddersfield Town Club shop or online at Amazon or Waterstone. So thanks to Lee Morris for providing that one. A uh, hundred years ago, Town were actually promoted to the top flight for the first time, finishing second behind Tottenham. Uh, Town only lost once in the last 25 games, but still finished six points behind Spurs. I'm not going to ask you guys for your, for your memories on Huddersfield Town romping to promotion in 1919-1920, but it, I do find it quite interesting that hundred years ago, Huddersfield were promoted to the top flight for the for the very first time which uh and then almost amalgamated with uh, Leeds in the same season so that's that's one to maybe look at if you're interested in later on hi i'm sean jarvis and my favorite goal has to be from one of my friends which is tony cars and of course that left foot Cosy, you put a tweet out earlier. Yeah, Do you want to uh, have a read yeah, through what we've in? Uh, a few reactions. Elphick was fantastic this Oliver Smith. Elphick was fantastic last night. I know we can't just go off one performance, but he looked the part more so than Schindler, I would say. I agree about the Akabi, though. He's looked a threat in the past few games. Graham Rayner would bring uh, Congolo in for Elphick, and Dicabi deserves a start. He's been more of a threat in, in his cameos than Kachunga, who should have scored last night. Danny Smith Sasko's. Where do you see Pritchard fit in this side? Neil? Last night he done because of how we played. We played very much to not concede anything, to keep the ball, to play deep, to get him on break. He won't last night. At home, you've got to sacrifice one of them, one of the three. Mm. But away from home, I don't think he fits at me. Well, might agree. Um... Yeah, but I don't know who I would drop, to be honest, because Lewis O'Brien's done well. Hogg, Hogg's a bit of a linchpin in many ways. Chalaber's in that. If, if you drop Pritchard for Chalaber, then all of a sudden you've got three five foot seven midfielders in there and you become a little bit vulnerable maybe on, on set pieces. Uh, I'd be tempted to play Lewis O'Brien wide in, in some scenarios, but then again, who do you drop out of? Mm. Grant and Diakabi Kachunga so it's, a, it's not my problem thankfully no. uh, but yeah I, w- I would have him in against Hull if he were fit but I think on current form Chaloba but Chaloba but yeah Andy HTS sees yeah. Chaloba passenger last night didn't tackle on the run or pass with any sort of desired quality he and Og both probably both wanted to do the same role which might be hindering him I'd be looking to bring a Bakuna in from Saturday uh, Oliver says we think we just needed a break gave the lads some belief so glimpses of what we could be after we scored. I'm not his biggest fan, but Dick Carey give us some pace. Need to take things on to Saturday now. <coughs> Daniel Townend, I think the Carlos have set us up correctly with the players we have. Going forward, it might not be pretty, but staying in games and nicking goals is how we're going to stay up. Clean sheets are vital. Uh, Watson, DPW247. I'm away, Miss Stoke. Also missed both Wolves games and the Fulham game last year. I'm going Saturday. Do you think I'm a jinx and we won't win? Or coincidence, and I'll see my first winning God knows how long. Stay away. <laughs> Stay away from that as well. 
Chris Moore, I think things are slowly changing for the better. Scoring goals down the middle from good passing and confident finishes. Still feels some players want out, but I think the Cowleys know who's committed and who isn't. Championship our league when Cowleys are the men for the job up the town. Callum Wishart, do you think Makuna's goal will help him be more receptive to the Cowleys scheme and the management of his game? Cowley talks very highly of him afterwards and he hit the spot with his comments. Neil? It's hard to chuck, it's hard not to play him after last night, but it's difficult to drop anybody. It's a the scrapping out there, and he's not been in the two the two starting lineups, but it's a big call for the manager. I'm I'm pretty sure he'll get it right. If I'm gonna drop anybody from last night or change it rather than drop, it'd be Chalabar out. Eddie Oyer looking a lot more confident and stable as each game grows but goes by. Confidence will grow as the results come, which should see our attack improve. Big raps for Jaden Brown and Lewis O'Brien, both been very good. And a bit more love for Dear Carby, who's looking good too. That's well. Andy Needham, seen the Carlos sort issues one by one. Right back, left back. Uh, can we say this word? Yeah, I'm going to say it. Fanny and it, dead balls. Time to play further up the field and have, have over half the team as potential goal threats. We'll take time, but monkey now off our back. More goals and results to come. He makes a point though. Johnny Ogg's been a legend, but in his opinion, it's time to rest him. Play Trevor and hold him role. Lewis and Bakuna and Reese Brown make up midfield, all with a knife, a goal or a killer pass. Energy to join attacks. More threat and less slowing down of play. We will get more positive results. A few people commented on Johnny Ogg. I mean, last night I was thinking, did we bring him off? But then who's yeah? Who's holding it together when, you know, you need him and the way it's stoked, don't you? But is the talking point really at the moment is Johnny Ogg. I think he's done all right. Uh, last well, he's he's been better, slightly better last few games. Uh, Chalaber's not really had a good couple of games. Um, form with young players is always up and down, so I'm not I'm not worried or anything. Or not gonna hang him out. Uh, ben, sorry, Ben Denby says, why do we play Dickab in the right wing? He always cuts inside an opposition double up. Surely he's better on the left. Yeah, I think the idea is to get him closer to a striker with a solo striker, isn't it? If you play him on the flank, he's a bit. He's probably going to be pushed wider with him being left-footed, I guess. I suppose the idea is that he comes inside and acts as more of a support job. But he's, he's been there before. He's, he's, he's played on both sides. And the final one, really, from Clive Wilkinson. Brilliant result, but that first half was shocking. Slow play down one end, one wing into a dead, dead end play. It was then back slowly down the other wing and repeated till we lost the ball. Game changed when Dick Harvey and Bakuna came on and we went more direct. Hi, I'm Dean Hoyle and my favourite other of the town goal is... Who put the ball in Lisa's net? Cowling, Cowling. <laughs> Who put the ball in Cowling's net? David Cowling, David Cowling, David Cowling. I'm not chairman anymore. I can say what I want now. <laughs> so all city on Saturday, isn't it? Which is they're coming in off the back of a nice win against Sheffield Wednesday, but they'll be looking at it thinking we've got a chance to, to win here, but. I I keep hearing people say, oh, there's winnable games X, Y, Z, but I don't think you can say this in this division, do you? I just, even if we were playing Leeds, I'd fancy us to get a result, would you? Now, like that. To me, Championship's never been about, you know, this is, can't, we're not going to win here or not going to win there. We can win anything. Yeah, it's a tough one. Hull, Hull are on quite decent form, aren't they? So they've, they've, they've kind of win one, lose one. They're sort of the typical Championship side at the minute, aren't they? Where they'll, they'll They'll win one, they'll draw one, they'll lose one, and inconsistent. So I suppose you don't know what whole city, what what kind of whole city are going to turn up at the weekend. If if a good one, you know, if a good one turns up, they've got threatening players such as Grzycki out wide and Jared Boyne's a class player at this level. You love him, don't you? I think his quality, uh, yeah, a long time ago. Uh, I think that ship's long gone. Uh, 
I, I like him a lot. Tommy mm. Eves is a player I've liked quite a lot in the lower leagues. I think he's he's slightly underrated who they've signed. Uh, I think he's quite a quite a decent player, big man who plays up front. So. I don't know many of their team, uh, to be honest, from last night. Daniel game. Batty, did he play? Eric Leach played at Forest, didn't he? Yeah, uh, he did, yeah. Got, is it McGinnis up front? Bowen, Honeyman, Irving and Grosicki in the midfield. Stewart as an old in mid and then Leachard's Birkin. That Honeyman would have sold all the money. George Honeyman, yeah, of course he will. And, and uh, George Long, I think it was Sheffield United, wasn't he, before? Yeah, well, yeah. They went up on that as well. But interesting game. We're not bussing all fans in from outside more services, are we? Or uh, as John, uh, has John yeah. relented on his, uh, on his issues. But yeah. No, it should be good again. You're looking forward to it, aren't you? But see what we can do, but. Yeah, let's let's see what what team turns up. It's it's one of those where you look at it and we could win it, we could draw it, we could lose yeah. it. So it's 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 better, isn't it? It's not like in the oh, Premier League. Training up, wasn't the Premier League. Because they're in the canal side, we're like everyone. Well, you'd like to think I'd be up for it tomorrow, and it should be a good place to be. Yeah, Lucille Town, and yeah, bring it on and that as well. Uh, there were some nice videos and pictures and stuff last night. We're just good to be part of it, wasn't it? And even though the M62 took us. All over the shop after, and I think some people get back after one o'clock. No one cared, we'd won, and that's all that mattered, didn't it? So, up the town, really, and more of the same. Let's get out of the bottom three and uh, launch our playoff bid Saturday. Is this the moment for Lee Fowler? It is. Take your place in Division Two, Huddersfield Town. He's missed. Steve Simonson clears the flame of the goal and collapses in a heap of tears. Pate's got a chance. Pate scores! Jack Pate scores! Heffel is in there! Schmidt scores for us, Field Town! 3-2 Town! Boris Jerry, Danny Ward saves! Danny Ward saves! The Quatch was in, round the hair! 2 0 on a field town! Christopher Schindler has a chance to write his name in Huddersfield Town legend. And he takes that chance! Lads, what's your favourite 90th minute goal? Got to be Heffley against Leeds. A shot from Moy and sliding in at the death, Michael Heffley. Great finish to the game. Shared with my family, only made better by ordering McDonald's via McDelivery afterwards. Three points, nut nugget share box, spot on. Order McDelivery now by the McDonald's app. You in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times.